0: If you're strong, you can't fly, you can't reach the other side of the podcast. It's alright, sit and chill, there's an hour left to fill, and we gotta go fast, that's what some makes sense,
1: GHC, GHC, you Sanger Nuts and Drano Drinkers,
0: GHZ, GHZ, theorists and overthinkers, GHZ, GHZ, G-H-Z spinning through this crazy fandom, G-H-Z G-H-Z, GHZ,
2: GHZ,
3: Knock, knock, it's Nathan. Howdy, guys, gals, and non-binary pals, and welcome to the G H Z, a a podcast about Sonic the Hedgehog. On behalf of my three fellow co-hosts and my cat, Keith Stone, we are so happy <laughs> you're here.
0: I didn't know he had a surname. That's amazing. Tutu Sonic then I'm not going to think of a bit afterwards every single time. Hi, it's me again. Yes, always hard at work on the YouTube. Go and have a look at it, please. We've got 50 subscribers now. We're halfway there to 100. I think 50 is half of 100. I'm no like mathematician. Um, and if we get 100, we can have a custom URL, and then we'll be in the big leagues, fellas. So, uh, yeah, go and take a look at it. Uh, anyway, what's the G-man saying? Oh Yeah, this is Grant. Hey, I'm Grant. I'm another one of the co-hosts
4: and we're happy you're here We want to hang out with you also in the discord. The link is in the description Give us a follow on the Twitter hang out and subscribe on YouTube whichever way you're listening to us We appreciate that you are with us today. And here's Lee. I'm Lee.
1: I'm the podcast mascot just like Rocco from Sesame Street (laughs) You may have seen him in all the memes yeah, oh, really? hot stuff. What? The kids can't get enough of Rocco from Sesame Street.
4: Right. That meme from a month ago or so. Yeah, Wait, well, which we Rocco? We rec-
1: we're recording this a month ago. Rocco is the oh. pet rock, and Elmo hates him.
3: Oh, and that it, was in other, it was on Saturday <laughs> yeah. Night
1: Live. All the kids they were tuning into mm. Saturday Night Live, loving it. So, kids out there. If you like a bunch of Muppets telling the same joke every episode,
0: <laughs> then you'll love this podcast. Yes, sir. I wondered where you're going with that.
4: <laughs> we're recording this one a little differently. Usually the four of us are in four separate locations. Mm. But Josh and Lee, you guys are together because you just saw early. Well, not early, early for the American perspective. You guys just saw Sonic the Hedgehog 2, the movie, we together.
0: Did. We did. We, we did. We? It was very exciting. Had a lovely night out together um yeah i mean uh yeah the movie's uh what no spoilers it's pretty good all right that's it we're we gonna get that's so pretty good yeah. i was
3: curious to ask about y'all's movie or the th- cinema experience mm. um the cinema because yeah. i don't want to i mean i i'm glad that you both apparently liked it but i'm trying Thanks. to avoid spoilers apparently. for another <laughs> week or so because okay. uh, we have to wait for some reason this time. I but know, yeah, I'm like was it like a packed that. house? Were there a lot of kids? Like good energy? Like that's what I was interested in hearing about. Yeah. I mean, um
0: yeah, it was it was it was pretty pretty full on. Like there wasn't uh there wasn't an empty seat in there near as I could tell. Um and uh and it was just a nice vibe, were not there? There was like a, a load of sort of younger folks in there and they were like clapping and cheering and you know, when the characters come on they want to see and they're getting involved and but overall, there was just a nice vibe. People were laughing at the jokes. People were pointing out the references, you know. Um I mean, I mean me and Lee are obviously there, we're like slapping our arms of our chair, just like,
1: Fuck his knuckles, here he comes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> we were we were getting very excited. We were, we were the kids as well. And there was a there was an older lady next to me that was having none of it whatsoever. And like, you're, not, you're not a fucker though, you know? I've waited thirty fucking years for this movie. She can go and fuck herself. Was she like with somebody or like, did she like walk into the wrong theater or something? I, no, I know she, no, she was there with like her daughter or maybe granddaughter. I know like, oh, she's old as fuck. Um, but you know, she was, she was having absolutely none of it. Not even the uh, hilarious uh, human sections with the human jokes for humans. Didn't wasn't having any of it. And what is this rubbish? There. Yeah, she was. She was just like, a <laughs> <"What>? poppycock. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck you, you wouldn't know cock if you... Oh, no, anyway. Um, so, oh, I better not. <laughs> Family audience. No, so, yeah, no, it was good. It was good vibe. People were having a good time. We had a good time with it. Um, it's definitely a kid's film, I'll be honest with you. It's absolutely a, a kid's film. But I am a 10-year-old, so that's absolutely fine with me.
4: Did you like it more than the first movie? Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did. Yes,
0: mm, absolutely. Okay. It's way more Sonic than the first. I like the first movie. I think it's charming. Um, but it's definitely its own thing. It's like a movie with Sonic in it. But this was like a Sonic movie. There are still the bits where, oh, let's just hang out with the humans for a second, or you know, uh let's just, we have got to have like a this little section that'll throw you know, throw these jokes. I can't say anything because you haven't seen it. But <laughs> you gotta have this one little bit in there and you kind of like there's a couple of groaners and there's a couple of eye rolling bits where you're like, oh that's yeah, it's for the kids, isn't it? Yeah, but, um, I think I think
1: maybe the first movie is a bit tighter because it's not it's more focused on Sonic, Tom, Robotnik, whereas yeah. um, this one, there's more characters, so they're juggling a lot more balls in terms of <laughs> what's this character's arc, what's this character's arc, um, yeah. how do we get these to all come together in the end. Um, and it does. it does tie
0: up. It or does, or less, yeah. They um, do a decent job, but it does, there's parts that feel like they drag slightly and there's parts that feel a little bit rushed, but overall the pacing's pretty good. I think like you never usually, uh, just as you start to get like, ah, oh, yeah, I don't really care about Rachel. And then you'll go on to the bit you actually want to see. So, mm. but even that, who's even Rachel? the human bits, Rachel is Rachel, um, the sister, the sister who's angry. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, the one who the wants subplot. him to divorce. Yeah. Yeah. The whole subplot in this one is she's getting married, um, to, uh, the very handsome Shamar Moore and Mm. uh, yeah, oh oh, man, he's a, he's a (laughs) big old slab of man. I'll tell you what. So yeah, even that part is like, it's not what I'm there for, but we had fun with it. It's still some funny bits and some surprisingly, you know, funny sections where you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't see that coming, but overall, yeah, we're there for the Sonic bit.
3: She got maybe my favorite line in the first movie, but the one about the Fitbit getting my steps in. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She gets yeah, a lot more did. funny
0: bits in this. I think they have more to work with. There's a lot of like physical comedy to it. It look, But it just feels like it's from a different movie. It just kind of feels like it was like just sliced out of some 90s comedy and just put in here. So, I mean, if anything, it just shows that like that, like that team, like that whole comic sensibility mm-hmm. would kind of work. Like if you had just a straight comedy with just those actors, it I'd probably fucking watch it. Like. Um mm. but it wasn't what we were we were there for. But the bits you are there for can't talk about any of it. Um but there's it's the whole movie is just like you know that Leo DiCaprio meme where he's like pointing at the uh, Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. Was you the whole time you there's and Leo I'm just like oh, that's yeah, that's the movie. And it's yeah. fun. And A lot last, of references. It felt yeah. like
1: we did write by all four characters, like Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, Eggman. Oh that's they good. did idea. write by all of them. Yeah.
4: yeah. That's great. You guys liked Tails and Knuckles? Like you you liked how Tails and Knuckles were portrayed. We'll get into this more deeply next yeah. week, but I'm just curious if like I mean that's the big question for me is like how do they handle Tails and Knuckles? And you guys were happy mm. with it?
1: Yeah. yeah. Like, like better than mm-hmm. like better over post-screencast games.
0: Absolutely. Wow. <laughs> right. because they're much more uh so clearly defined. They're very much like uh very, very clearly defined characters. Whereas they have to be a little bit bland in the games, whereas in this Yeah, they don't go like heavily into it because they haven't got the time. But I just feel like they're just they're they're much more separate. They're not just, oh, we're just Sonic's pals hanging around. You know, they have like clear reasons to be there and like storyline reasons to kind of there's certain up plot elements that they have to carry themselves. And they interact with each other in quite nice ways when they do interact. Um and there are some nice callbacks and stuff, you know, like tails has one particular running gag that you know I, I won't give away it's not really a spoiler but i won't give it away but there's just like one sort of little saying that he keeps coming up with and his um relationship to sonic and how that develops is is quite cute and they have some nice little heartwarming moments and uh he just oh, is quite good. a
3: fan of sonic and it's cute yeah it's cute to see but i had a question also about content. yeah, yeah that like since you know sonic and tails don't have a pre-established relationship because of the you know uh, events of the first movie that. Did they yeah. handle that they're like besties in this movie um in like a realistic and believable way? Surprisingly
0: well, I would say. Yeah. Nice. It develops it develops more naturally, they kind of uh, in in what in what time they have to develop mm-hmm. it, you know. Okay. In some ways it does feel a little bit rushed, but not mm-hmm. only in terms of like, well, this is a film and we have to fucking keep going and tell the story. It didn't have like a Netflix series to to explain it all but the bits you do see kind of make sense it all tracks quite well and um mm-hmm. they build up a nice rapport together and there's just a lot of fan favorite stuff that you'll see and you'll go oh look they're doing that and that's nice and there's a there's a strong contrast between all the characters
1: yeah. whereas a lot of the time in the games and sometimes even the comics it's just like three good guys
3: and yeah <laughs> You'd like switch the yeah lines or speech bubbles around. It wouldn't make too much of a difference. Uh, yeah, right. totally.
0: Whereas, you know, who's talking in this, they will have very clearly defined voices. Um, cool. So literally nice. and figuratively. Yeah. And uh, Colleen does a fantastic job of tales. She did a great awesome. job. We loved it. Congrats um, to Idris her. Is, yeah top job um idris elba's fucking great as knuckles we loved it still every scene
3: congrats to him too i guess (laughs) not sexy enough not sexy enough for me but you you want sexy knuckles in a kid's movie all right josh i want sexy idris elba that's what i'm there for (laughs) paid my fucking ticket price
0: and i didn't. no he was did a good job i like the characterization it's very different he's just he's a lot more stoic he is um I can't, I can't say too much, can I? But he's just, yeah, he's kind of this. Um, he's very proud. He's very not aggressive, but he's quite like gruff. And uh, it, yeah, it gives a nice contrast, like Yeah, I, like I don't want to give anything away because I feel like the trailers don't tell you
1: the full story of who Knuckles is and what he's about. Um, okay. I'd yeah, say he, he feels he feels like an extrapolation from the character we see in Sonic 3 and Knuckles.
0: Yeah more so that so, you...
1: yeah more so than like oh they're not looking to like sonic forces or sonic boom they're not looking into any of that they're just looking at this mega drive game and building that into a character
0: yeah and what elements they took from sonic adventure for the first movie uh are somewhat relevant in this one with knuckles tribe and so on because uh, they're sort of like warriors and that so i suppose he's yeah like this sort of proud warrior type guy um and that's his angle um but then they they all have like their own arc and how they interact and everything yeah jim carrey though man let's let's just talk about that for a second he's great he's great start to finish he's very silly um he's also quite menacing he gets some great fucking lines he gets some great gags great physical comedy and um there's some parts where he's some lines that he says he literally sounds like you know you're like oh that is dr robotnik you know he's got the kind of that almost like um mike pollock kind of esque delivery mm, you know where right. he's, he's he's really he sounds really nutty there's some points where you're just like dude this guy is just gone loco like trapped on this fucking mushroom planet you know um uh, yeah it's just it's just great dude i can't tell you anything though because it's, it's everything yeah, is, yeah. It's, you gotta see it you just got well we had fun with it we'll I get think. into it <clears throat> yeah we will once you guys have yeah. seen it we'll do a thing Next week's
4: episode is going to be devoted strictly to our full reactions, the four of us to the Sonic two movie. So stay yeah. tuned for that. But this week we in our hype for the Sonic movie, we thought we would go back to the original Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the two parts Japanese original video animation, the OVA, uh, that was originally released in Japan uh, in two parts in 1996, in January and in March and uh to talk with us we invited a friend of the show he's a storyboard director for jellystone and for the upcoming strange planet on apple give it up for charlie gavin
3: Wee. Yay. Yay.
5: hi charlie Welcome hey guys. hi charlie hi thanks for having me this is uh this is very exciting is it uh, even yeah. after all that <laughs> Well, it's fun. yeah. I'd I'd it's funny, I was just I was listening, I kind of almost forgot I was supposed to be recording on this, because I was just listening to it like a podcast for a while, uh, and enjoying it. Nice. Hey, that well, that bodes
0: well, doesn't it, I suppose? Yeah, I think so.
4: <laughs> what did you think of the first, before we get into the OVA, since we're just talking about the Paramount live action movies, uh, we've talked about it at length, the four of us, but Charlie, just curious, what did you think about the the first uh, Jim Carrey paramount sonic movie when it came out in 2020
5: um i thought jim carrey was incredible in it uh 10 out of 10 love that um i personally maybe this is a controversial opinion or not i'm not a huge fan of ben schwartz's sonic i kind of find him annoying (laughs) i mean i know he's supposed to be like a sort of rebellious younger character um but, yeah, I, I'm just not a big fan of him as Sonic. But I, I enjoyed the movie for sure. Um, I could have done without the chili dog fart joke personally. But, you know, <laughs> that's just me.
1: Who's
4: your favorite Who's your favorite Sonic voice? Do you do you have uh, a Sonic that sounds know. right to you if it's not Ben
5: Schwartz? um, You know, um, I actually uh, got to work with uh, – who's the guy who's the current voice? I can't think of his name off the top of my head. Roger Craig, Smith. Roger Craig Smith. Yeah, he did it. I used to be on uh, the Cartoon Network we said that show. that at the exact same time. Yes. I used to be on the Cartoon Network show Clarence, and uh, I got to meet him a couple of times because he did the voice of the character Belson on that show, one of the main characters. And he's a super nice dude, super charismatic. But like, I guess I would have to go with the Dreamcast dude ryan drummond oh we know we've got, yes. we got all the info here mate. yeah <laughs> actually you know what no i'm gonna go with uh adventures of sonic the hedgehog jaleel white that, there, that's yeah, there that's based, there he is i based. can't you can't beat that he's got the most
0: toed. i would say I think he's the most natural sounding he doesn't he doesn't try and sound so much like a character he's just kind of doing yeah like voice and it, it fits and it
5: works it feels natural and it doesn't feel like he's trying to be cool not that the others do necessarily, but it feels very effortless. It might just be nostalgia talking, though.
4: Am I the only one that, because maybe this is a segue, uh, but it's my honest opinion that the OVA Sonic voice, I think, is my favorite uh, version of the character.
0: <laughs> I'm actually with you on that one, mate, i got to
5: say. Yeah, I'm, I don't know
0: about that. <laughs> <laughs> i love it and i've said it before man because this you know sonic the hedgehog's like three foot tall so he went hey, I mean, like, he'd have a tiny little crazy annoying voice like that right he'd be like a weird little gnome <laughs> just like i guess like,
3: yeah i don't like hate the voice but something that struck me while i was watching it again this morning to do my homework and it's funny how the voice direction in general like sonic talks like he's on an
5: old school like radio play or something <laughs> yeah I feel like a lot I of he, of the other sounds, of the he are like, sounds like, like, like a yokel almost like a hick in certain points he sort of has this kind of a, I guess, yeah, maybe it is a more like mid-Atlantic 1940s radio. I don't know what right. it is. It's weird. I I know that. Yeah. Was that like a thing of like American, yeah. Anime uh,
3: localization at the time or something, or is it just like unique to this? Like I have no, no it's idea. Just this. Yeah.
0: I think it's just this. I feel like, and I, maybe I'm, I'm, this might be conjecture, but if I remember correctly, I IRC, that um, the dubbing, like company at the dubbing house or whatever uh that had all the voice actors was in Texas, right? So oh, everyone's got like okay like a touch of a Texas accent to it. Um but then yeah, but then he puts on this weird transatlantic kind of like um I better traps for
3: us. Kind of like yeah yeah that kind of addiction <laughs> and <laughs> yeah lilting voices and stuff is very it was interesting. He's such a dick too.
5: <laughs> I know it's a dick.
2: Yeah yeah
0: which is appropriate. We like dickhead Sonic. Well, I certainly do. We, we grew up reading Fleetway, and uh, he's a, just an absolute piece of shit in that fucking comic. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for Sonic just being kind of a dick. Um, yeah. That first scene
4: yeah. with him, uh, so, that, I mean, the the OVA opens with uh, uh, shots of Metal Sonic and Dr. Eggman, Dr. Robotnik, but then we cut to uh, the old man owl flying towards Sonic, and there's this sequence with Tails and the, his, his bodyboard, and... He's, he's screaming for Sonic's help, and Sonic just has no interest in helping him out. And my wife was like, "Sonic is such a dick here," and I was like, "I know, isn't yeah. it great?"
5: <laughs> he he cannot be bothered to just literally get up for five seconds to save his best friend's life. Or I guess the owl. I guess the owl's is the one in danger. Yeah, t- Tails is just showing off. Yeah, Tails is doing the little brother thing of like, "Hey, look at me, look what yeah. I'm doing." I like that he knows that Tails is to be ignored.
4: <laughs> Tails is just like a little kid with that new toy of his. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: The, I was say while we're talking about the voices, I found Tails's voice like actually really annoying through the whole thing. Oh, he I was going to say the same yells thing. Yells every single line he has. It's, it's so grating. <laughs>
5: like, yeah. I yeah. I kind of love it. I don't
4: know. It just if I feel like it fits him. I, 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 I like the voices. I, I mean, it is fitting to him being an annoying kid, you know. It definitely sounds like his like nose is clogged up. Like it sounds like he has a cold. Everybody's yeah. pointed that out about Tails'
3: voice, but I don't. Yeah, it kind, of, it kind of works for me. I don't. Yeah, I thought the voice was fine, but what bothered me the most was just that like Tails is yelling like ninety nine percent of the time through the movie. It's like you can constantly, constantly bring it down a notch. Screaming. <laughs> I know. It's uh, it's pretty shrill, man. I mean, I, <clears throat> I
0: remember getting this movie on uh, on VHS. Uh, mm. The is, white um, tape
3: the white tape was yeah. it was it white there too yeah no no we got the regular uh, wasn't it's a black dumb tape. old regular tape so for oh, oh, there's white here yeah movies That's used cool. to come on tapes like a really big uh <laughs> cassette tape which i guess they wouldn't know what that they is they don't either. know what that is actually wait because audio cassettes are trendy again because the kids are okay.
0: into the 80s so they're like that but they bigger. like
3: the vaporwave don't they they like yes. the 80s so they're into it and movies came on it and the, yeah they were typically black but the sonic ova was a white plastic shell which looked so cool Ooh, that is pretty cool um no so we didn't have that we had
0: the regular old dumbass tape but i enjoyed the movie anyway and i remember get yes yeah, so we got that for christmas would have been 1999 i think um and yeah my parents immediately regretted it about five minutes in it was just, <laughs> and they're like oh what the fuck are we oh, we're gonna go get the dinner started oh jesus <laughs> it's like 9 a.m and they're like oh
3: fuck this <laughs> you were making them watch it
0: yeah well well it was it was on the on the big telly in the <clears throat> sorry on the television uh in the <laughs> in the living room right so and it's a small house <laughs> dude You know, how big house this is England. We've got tiny little fucking shoebox houses. So they could hear it wherever any room in the house. They could go in the attic. They could go into the fucking front garden. Then they'll still hear it. No escape from Sonic. There's no none whatsoever. So yeah, mum and dad, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. And thank you. (laughs) And God bless. And all that. And they might actually. I sent them the link to the YouTube. So they Oh wow. My dad subscribed. Yeah, he um, as an aside, he he was like, Yeah, I listened to like 15 minutes of it. I'm not really a Sonic the Hedgehog guy. I was like, Dad, I know. It's cool. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Dude, I know it's fine. You're like 65, dude. It's totally fine. Don't fucking just just click that button. It's cool. We didn't give a shit about the rest of it, but thank you. Uh, get so, yeah, it. you're inflating our numbers. What? No, did I did I say that? Like and subscribe, guys. <laughs> click that little bell for notifications. Um, yeah, so it's it's annoying as shit. That was the <laughs> <take away. laughs> so I, I definitely
4: want to like. I definitely want to like break this movie down with you guys and talk about it in terms of the characters, the setting, the plot, uh, all of that. But I guess maybe just first as like a top line thing of like uh, maybe when you first saw the movie and just your overall feeling uh, about the movie now or then. Then as when, you know, when you first saw it and now kind of looking back on it on a recent revisit, how much you like or dislike it and what sticks out to you.
1: Mm -hmm. So I first saw the trailer in Sonic Jam in 1997, and it was like the dopest thing ever. Because it was like, oh, it's serious Sonic. It's a, <laughs> yeah, it's it's Japanese animation. It's anime, so it's serious, not like the silly deek cartoons we got. And I didn't actually see the movie itself until I had to borrow um, the VHS from a classmate, and that was like maybe four years later
0: maybe like 2001. I also saw it in Sonic Jam the first time around and I suppose in my mind it kind of occupied the same space as the Sonic CD intro um just cool Japanese animated Sonic things and there was always that element of like oh it's from Japan and that makes it more real because Sonic's from Japan and you know and it also had that kind of like it was a bit exotic. It was a bit mysterious because we didn't have access to that stuff. You know, back in 1997, you couldn't just fucking go on a your crunchy roll like you were saying before.
5: It's crazy. I had no idea that there was a trailer on Sonic. I never had a Saturn, so yeah, I, I had no idea there was any kind of like pre-release hype for it.
1: Yeah, it was the same trailer that they used on the VHSs in Japan where they'll promote upcoming Sega games. Um, it went through various iterations um i think it may have been sega video magazine at that time um but yeah sonic jam they were just like yeah if it's anything we've got that's a video stick it on there
3: loads of cool stuff on there there wasn't there since we haven't mentioned this the japanese ova was released in two parts um in january of 1996 and then march of 1996 and so it wasn't released uh with an english uh dub until 1999. Like, Right around the time of the Dreamcast, apparently September 7th, 1999. Yeah, yeah, it felt like a last hurrah for
0: classic Sonic, you know, because then you had the big, yeah, extra cool, extreme uh redesign. Yeah, he um, got long, he did, he became a long boy, and he's got those, <laughs> he got his crazy eyes now. So, uh,
4: I remember, I, so I didn't have a Saturn either. I remember the first time seeing. This was in uh, an old video game magazine called Game Fan that did like a preview on it, a two-page spread where you'd see like they just had screenshots of it. And you'd see uh, the tornado and you'd see Sonic and Tails with the buzz bombers behind them. You saw Eggman and Sarah. Uh, You saw Knuckles with his hat. Got to talk about the hat. I love the hat. And it was many years later when I actually saw it because I don't think I had it on VHS. I feel like I would remember if I did. So I may not have actually gotten around to watching it until – the last ten years or so when it was on YouTube. I think maybe I just sort of forgot about it and blanked on it until a while, but as I've rewatched it time and time again and then most recently, yeah, I feel like it does age like a like a fine wine. It is interesting how it does feel in many ways like the Sonic C D opening. There's a number of shots that seem like they're directly cribbed from the Sonic C D opening.
5: Does anybody know if it's the same studio? I was gonna ask about that. I probably should look that up. Yes, yeah, Sonic C
1: D um I think it was Toei and junio but i think junio did
0: the heavy lifting this is the uh, piero am i saying that right yeah piero. yeah it felt
5: like the designs were slightly different in this but it did feel like there was a number of shots that especially in the beginning that were like oh did they literally like you know yeah trace or heavily reference the sonic cd intro possibly. yeah i felt like that so actually
3: yeah so my overall impressions of the movie i uh, like i said i bought it on vhs i guess like apparently in 1999 um, in a game store local to me. And, uh, I did buy a copy of it on DVD later too. So I own or have owned at least two physical copies of this at various points in my life. And I think my impression of the movie is kind of like the opposite of everybody else's where I liked it better probably in retrospect back then. And I think I was more annoyed by it, uh, this time when I was rewatching it. Um, although I will also say that when I watched it for the first time, in 1999 or whenever it was i did have a sense of disappointment about it because i guess i'd been hoping that it would have all been up to the quality of like the sonic cd animated o- intro like charlie was saying um mm. I, ha- I had the pc version of sonic cd right and so i'd like pulled out the uh the files of the cutscenes, the animated cutscenes, and like watched those frame by frame and like the video- various different computer video players and uh the overall animation quality in that is much higher than uh, the action in this movie so i remember being slightly disappointed uh that the action wasn't as cool as uh that when i watched this movie and i don't recall being as annoyed by the characters and the yelling and things like that when i watched as a mm-hmm. teenager but now as all an the adult watching it, yelling yeah it's it was more like i felt like some things were like kind of unnecessary i appreciate it for what it is i guess as a product of its time and uh all that but i wouldn't say that i would like seek it out uh much as an adult anymore have you watched it in japanese i don't know if i've ever watched it in japanese i don't know if it would change my opinion of it it'd probably be just as annoying to me i think <laughs> the character voices
1: are very anime but still played straighter i would say
3: than the english dub. i will say i think knuckles is voice is the one that i liked best ironically um even though i don't think he like sounds like knuckles in my head
5: i expected him to be more australian for some reason i was like i i hadn't seen it for a while when i watched it before this and when i saw him with the hat i was like oh i get it he's gonna be australian i don't know why well they're an australian creature an echidna oh really um, is
0: that true yeah they're from yeah it's a real thing and they're from australia
5: yeah oh okay Mm -hmm. um
0: Maybe yeah. that's why they did the hat. And then they just, yeah, they just get a guy who's just like, I'm Sonic's best friend. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> yeah. Should have gotten Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the only Australian you know. Oh, Yeah, understand. of course. Um, they were playing up uh,
1: Knuckles was a treasure hunter. So they, they yeah. have that. Uh, there's some Indiana Jones in there.
0: Very vaguely. This all came from Sega, though, right? I mean, like, uh, they were heavily involved, right? Uh, in actually doing this. It's not just like they didn't do a.
5: A modern Sega, and just go. Yeah, here's the. Just, just do what you
0: fucking want.
5: Yeah, Sonic Team is credited at the end as like seemingly being involved with the scenario writing and stuff. Yuji Naka and Naoto Oshima are in the opening credits. Yeah,
4: as producers, right?
3: It it does feel a lot more like official in that regard as well. And so things like
0: Knuckles being a treasure hunter kind of came up again in Sonic Adventure.
5: Right, Right. Yeah.
0: So it felt like they were sort of sowing those seeds then. Don't know about the hat. I say
5: bring the hat
4: back. The, the hat needs its own, like, oral history. <laughs> I, I need to know, like, what, what, why he has a hat only here and never again. And I agree it should come back. Uh, absolutely. Is there a wiki page for it? <laughs> there should be a wiki. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lee, let's see if we can find the the wiki page for just Knuckles' hat and have you narrate it.
1: It does have quite a storied history. So it yeah. <laughs> should be. It really should be. Big um, Speed it be adapted it into the Archie comics. Um, right recently the mobile version of sonic forces um, speed battle they had a knuckles treasure hunter knuckles event where it's very indiana jones and they gave him it's not one-to-one the same hat but it's still got the stars and everything it's clearly a reference to that so there's a lot of love for knuckles wearing a hat
4: charlie just while we're on like the sort of top line view of it i'm wondering as somebody who works in animation looking at this like for example my my wife also works in animation as a storyboard director and when we were watching just the first episode of it she was like pointing out like oh that's a reused shot that's a reused shot like there were things like that that was like jumping out to her but Mm -hmm. i'm curious like what it was like from your perspective as somebody that works in animation watching this and I, i don't know if you
5: watch like a lot of anime um i i don't watch a ton of anime but i will say like i feel like i do kind of appreciate the sort of economy of of what The way that it is animated and, like, I kind of like how, uh, you know, some might call it lazy, but I would call it economical. How a lot of the time they'll just have Sonic kind of, like, shift from place to place as if he's, like, moving so quickly that we don't even see, you know, whatever, I guess, running or body movements would lead you to do that. I mean... It's uh, It doesn't feel, like, TV cheap. Um, it doesn't quite feel as exciting as the Sonic CD intro, but I think there's sort of a nice balance of, like, you know, the designs are, like, you know, somewhat simplified, but still feel pretty good to me. And, uh, I mean, just visually overall, too, like the environments and sort of the world and stuff like that is, I think, like, amazing in the color design. And so I'm, I'm, I'm a pretty big fan of, like, the visuals and the broad... Uh, strokes of what the story is, um, less so the dialogue and voice acting, but um, I, I do appreciate like the animation of it. I really liked the uh, backgrounds and the settings as well. I thought they were really, really cool. Yeah,
4: yeah. Let's talk about the settings. It's it's in, it's definitely in, it's very it's beautiful. I thought the the backgrounds, uh, and I particularly like two settings in particular. One um, Sonic's home base with the like plane hangar and the like uh, the little island that he's on. I love that. And then I love that the land of darkness. I mean, this is an interesting thing too. The way that it sets up the world is that it's, there's floating islands in the sky, the land of freedom. And then there's the land of darkness where Robotropolis is. And I quite liked that the land of darkness was like this post-apocalyptic New York city
5: type of I was, yeah, environment. I was, was very, cool. very curious about that and watching it again, because I, I, don't, I don't think I picked up on it as a kid, but the fact that they're they're ruins and it looks very much like New York City. I was like, what is going on here? Is this like a post-apocalyptic future that we're seeing, possibly? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a
3: Planet of the Apes. It reminded me of Futurama a lot, actually, when I saw yeah. this
0: time. It ties in with a lot of um, things like the uh, Archie comics were a similar story right it's set in the future of earth and so the kind of the ruins of earth are i suppose somewhere on the planet and like that's the gimmick right and then animal the mobians are like mutated from the animals of the planet so it kind of feels like yeah this was a future earth and kind of it's kind of cool to have that like dystopian fucked up surface and then this utopian uh just just hot sexy 80s Japanese anime utopia city like floating around
5: yeah
3: it made me very interested in like the backstory of the history of the planet and all that, which unfortunately they don't like go into it all, but I thought like there's a lot of really cool, like kind of concepts that could be built around that. And I did think it was interesting that they, that they explicitly named the planet as planet freedom multiple times.
1: Yeah. Right.
4: right. Instead of Mobius, which was kind of like the name at the time or just earth, they specifically called it planet freedom. And yeah, you're right, Josh, that though the OVA just sort of implies with its settings that this is a post-apocalyptic or future earth, the Archie comics later would directly pull from this implication from OVA and kind of integrate that into the story by literally saying that it was, yes, it was a, a future earth and that there was like an alien species that wiped out all of life. And then, Right. Evolution came by and that's what created the Mobians. And... I did
3: not know that about Archie. Okay. <laughs> yeah
4: it came it came that came later on and it gets it's like the midichlorians of the forest. It's like it's probably just better without the explanation, but
5: yeah uh, it's like my favorite kind of world building that they do and like I'm not a big fan of like expositional world building and stuff like that, but I always like when there are like implications of a wider thing going on that is beyond the scope of the story.
0: The Sonic CD, again, a link to Sonic CD, the backgrounds of the special stages, which were done by Lee. Not by Lee, but Lee, you know who I'm talking about, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, oh, gosh, who did do the backgrounds?
1: Yasushi Yamaguchi worked on well, the special stages. I don't know if he necessarily did the backgrounds, but it does have that similar kind of vibe, one of them at least has the floating islands and over water and it's very like tropical and yeah utopian and yeah that's the floating spot.
3: islands in this one we love yeah. that yeah yeah i was i was gonna ask actually is that like a trope or something in japanese animation or like children's fairy tales or something or is this like kind of specific to sonic because it seems to appear a lot in at least the sonic universe
5: I, I i was just gonna say i'm pretty sure it was invented in 2009 by james cameron Oh shit, there you go. So so this is probably referencing that somehow.
1: Yeah, so I don't know um the like absolute like root of yes, this is where the fancy idea of floating islands came from, but certainly in Japan, the Ghibli movie, laputa Mm -hmm. Castle in the Sky, it cast a large shadow. Um it's a wonderful movie, an all time classic, one that's very well known in Japan and very well known worldwide by like cartoonists and animators um so certainly the floating island in sonic 3 was a direct like
5: reference to that a castle large shadow much as a floating island would
4: i kind of don't like that the world is set up like this because to me what i liked about the angel island floating island in sonic 3 was that it was special and unique and that it was the only floating island. So when half of the world is a floating island, it sort of reduces the specialness of yeah. Angel Island for me. So I kind of don't love that choice when when they do that. I, I like Angel Island to just be the only floating island.
0: I feel that. I, I, yeah, I, I thought that was going to be that. Like when when you see the uh, when we saw the trailer on on Space uh, Space Jam. Fuck man, put me to bed. Sonic <laughs> <Space Cam>. Jam. <laughs> I'm getting my '90s shit mixed up. Like, I don't know, dude. Come I'm on chair. <laughs> i look i've got i've got long covid all right just go easy on me um wear a mask fellas uh it's um sonic jam the trailer yes let's work backwards from there uh the you see the the floating islands and of course like when you see that with no context you think fuck yeah there's the floating island uh, and then you watch it and it isn't and it's slightly disappointing so there's one uh con
1: yeah so strange choice there in fact that- they named it South Island, which is the setting of Sonic 1. Yeah. yeah, it's the mm-hmm. setting of Sonic 1 and the Game Gear games. But that was on the planet. That wasn't a floating island. You know, that wasn't Angel Island. So it's like, I guess we did it because it's like, oh, Sonic lives here. Um, but it's a floating island, so it should have been Angel Island. So it's like, mm, it's not really one or the other. Um, so it's like they're doing the game reference, but they're getting it wrong. Um, but I, li- I like it as its own thing. Mm. um I'm I'm a real fan of Grant like you were saying the whole heap of junk there's um there's the plane and I don't know why but anything in like the, the post-apocalyptic fancy kind of setting I love anything where a character is living in like the wreckage of a plane or a train and it's all overgrown with vines and stuff.
3: It reminds me of some of those, like yeah, Disney live-action family adventure films from like the '60s or something, like Swiss Family Robinson or like yeah, some other stuff so, from that era. So it's
1: cool, and um, we had the Enterprise from Star Trek is up there in the wreckage. So it's oh, yeah. very distant future, right? Past the past the twenty third century
5: here. Oh sure. wow! Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, yeah, go back and watch it. It's um, it just sort of pans down, and it's not a thing you see frequently. Just as it's panning down, That's it's cool. like, oh yeah, there's the Enterprise, and I'm sure there's some other Easter eggs in there.
4: There's quite a bit of world building in the second part of the OVA as well, with the what becomes like a world, the the stakes become the the whole the world itself in the plot. Because if mm. Metal Sonic destroys the links to the floating islands or something then the whole world will crash and explode something like that
1: did anyone else feel that was well explained yeah
0: i
3: did not They they
1: really go into it (laughs)
3: don't they like i don't remember i might not have been paying super close attention but i didn't feel like there was a massive (laughs) exposition he's just like everyone stop moving and stop talking for a second let
0: me explain everything about the entire plot um in fact i'm watching it and it's it's on that bit right now there's um there's some sort of glacier there's glacier or glaciers that uh crisscross the entire planet and that's what the floating islands are actually linked together by these glaciers and so what you're gonna do is like basically pop a volcano that's gonna melt the glaciers and the floating islands are going to become detached from each other and the rotation of the planet Will eventually throw them into space, (laughs) where they'll be blown to pieces. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm trying to trying to remember when they
1: had the establishing shot of like. All the islands, South Islands, were president and all that. Yeah. So did we see? Did we see the glaciers there, or were they just floating in the sky? I'll
0: have a look, mate. I've got it on right now. They're on. just
4: floating, as far as I recall. I don't. I. I was looking for it this mm. most recent time that we watched it because I remember that plot point of like, oh, they're not actually floating; they're held up by glaciers that can get cut down by metal sonic somehow.
3: Yeah,
4: they are. Uh, I don't think you see them
3: floating. I don't know. All right, so yeah, I, there's I feel them. like the yeah physical. Uh, I don't know, explanation of the whole planet and everything is a little bit hazy. Because also, like, they're talking about the dark world or whatever, but don't they at some point mention it being in another dimension or something like
5: that? That's what they say, but I feel like they're using the term as about as loosely as possible. Then again, there are warp zones. Yeah, they use a warp together. Right. Which is a, definitely a Mario thing, not a Sonic thing, but whatever. Yeah.
1: yeah, I feel like that's the kind of thing that comes up in... Like Japanese RPGs and other like video games a lot, where it's like, oh, we're in like this world now, and it's like, well, wait, are you actually in another dimension or another? It's wow. like, mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah. like they call uh,
0: it another world,
1: but it, you yeah. know, is it like, yeah. is it like when in Zelda Twilight Princess, where it sort of becomes corrupted by the Twilight, but it's still the same place? Is it like what we're talking here? Um, yeah, but then I was hazy on all of it. Yeah, then there is I a point where too. we do. yeah (laughs) yeah there's there's a bit where they go through the portal to get to that land of darkness but then we see them use another warp portal thing later on and it's like okay yeah this is just a shortcut or whatever i guess it's it's a really cool world really cool in theory it's just
3: they've either not thought it out very well or not explained it very well I think it's fine. Like, I don't think this is a movie, right? That's or (laughs) the plot isn't going to hold up to extreme scrutiny like this at all. But I don't think it has to. So it's fine. It serves its purpose and like provides some interesting settings and locations to have adventures in.
4: So let's talk about the characters. Uh, So you've got Sonic, Tails and Knuckles and Robotnik. And then because it's a Sonic movie, a Sonic animation, we've got to introduce new human sidekicks, which come in the form of. Uh, the president and his daughter Sarah, uh, who are the two original characters unique to the OVA. And then, of course, there's Metal Sonic, aka Hyper Metal Sonic. <laughs> um, how do we feel about these characters and their characterization? Um, as we were mentioning earlier, I, I, I love this version of Sonic. I especially love this version of the Sonic and Tails dynamic and buddy relationship, um, mm-hmm. particularly in part one when they're, uh, on the way to the land of darkness and Robotropolis when they're, uh, when they're visiting the president even, uh, but especially when they're like battling metal Robotnik and the way that they escape from him and fight against him. And just, they, they've got this camaraderie that feels very natural and very lived in that I'm a huge fan of, uh, knuckles kind of feels like an afterthought characterization wise. He doesn't, he's the, he's He has a line about being a treasure hunter, I think, and obviously he's wearing the hat, but he doesn't he doesn't totally feel like the knuckles that I want, which is more closely to the games where he would be linked to the Master Emerald and the yeah. angel island and his his backstory and lore. He's just kind of here as like an additional Sonic buddy, yeah, I still love seeing him because I love knuckles, but um he doesn't have like any reason to
5: be there, not really he what are you talking about? He's Sonic's best friend <laughs>
1: yeah i Completely agree with your rants. Um, I think of all the Sonic things ever, this is the best depiction of Sonic and Tails' relationship because it is, for one, that feels the most genuine. It really does feel like, yeah, you've got this fifteen, sixteen-year-old kid, and then you've got this eight-year-old kid who looks up to him. And you had that bit at the start where he's like showing off. He's like, oh, Sonic, look at me. And Sonic's been a bit of a dick, like me, give give me a break, here. just give me a few seconds. Um but then when are, like fighting Eggman, then you can see them working together well and we're having fun with it and Sonic's Sonic, it, there's little bits where we're only in the animation and um, where Sonic will like strike a cool pose or something and Tails will sort of side eye him and look at him and it's like, Oh yeah, yeah, I'll make I'll do that pose too. <laughs> it's very cute, very endearing. I like that.
3: Those little moments I thought were cute.
4: I like also that it starts with Sonic being a jerk to tails. And I think this is the only time that Sonic says shut up tails, but it's a nice way to start (laughs) like seeing their relationship. And then you see that they're friends, but you also have like this clear
3: power dynamic that's established from the start. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I really like the characterization of Sonic tails and, Uh, I guess to a lesser extent, Knuckles, who's there. But um, I thought those were all good. I like Robotnik a lot. He seems kind of menacing but goofy at the same time. Metal Sonic was cool. I didn't care as much for the human characters, Sarah and the president, who I guess are there mostly for like comedy relief, which mostly didn't pay off for me. I think the one moment that I genuinely like (laughs) with Sarah or the president is the uh, throwaway gag of, Sarah and Robotnik in the imagination of them getting married and having a bunch of like little Eggman children. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> the, I thought that was really funny, and that might have been, just made her presence worthwhile for the whole movie.
0: It's just so grim, isn't she? Like fifteen or something like. <laughs>
3: it is weird. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: creepy.
1: They don't say her age. Let's let's assume she's eighteen.
3: All right. Even still. (laughs) And it's like the coerced marriage type thing. It's all weird and gross. It's like maybe the worst thing Robotnik has ever done in any of the canon um, storylines put
0: squirrels inside robots That's absolutely fine just stop being a fucking creeper that'd be he was basically yeah
3: playing out the fantasy the uh what desert island fantasy it's like well after everybody else on the planet dies it'll <laughs> just be us <laughs> to have kids
0: <laughs> fucking jesus
3: and that was his plan all
0: along in fact everyone creeps on sarah even like accidentally in this movie and it's like it starts off you know fairly there's like you know innocuous there's like lots of like nice sonic action and you know cool floating islands and then in the last half of it it's just like oh knuckles gets a kiss and then tails cops a feel and then eggman tries to fuck her and put babies in her and it's just like what is going on and then Sonic gets like cracked in the nuts and then oh, yeah. and then metal sonic, metal sonic is looking up, up, her, up her skirt, skirt. Yeah. and then apparently uh, right. that means that sonic can see up her skirt because they had the same braid waves or something what is going on in this movie in the last half it just goes <laughs> apeshit. <laughs> It's, it sucks. Yeah, I'm not trying to get all fucking, um, you know, progressive. But I mean, I Go am, off, like. it's, I am going off. I'm going to kick off. No, but it is It is just weird. It, it suddenly gets, for want of a better word, very anime. You know, it's but like the worst parts of it. And it just, it all kind of happens at once. I think that's why it stands out. It's just really, they don't spread their perviness mm. throughout the movie. They just have it all in one little five-minute right. section. It's, it's very odd.
4: Yeah. I mean, she's the only female character, and, and she's just getting, like, ogled or you know by every character
0: yeah it's a bit much <laughs> but that that just stood out to me on a rewatch i mean I, I do enjoy the movie like in general but yeah things that maybe it's just you could say oh it's a product of the time but then i was saying the same thing about i was watching evangelion recently and i'm like why is everyone just got their, just their legs out all the time it's just everyone's just in their pajamas if they're not inside a giant fucking robot they're in their fucking pajamas just walking about with their bums out
3: I know. Were you watching Leggy on?
1: I do like the designs a lot um, of
3: the president and Sarah. Um president's a snappy dresser. It's like wearing a military like uh, formal uniform or something.
4: Yeah, he looks like a dictator.
3: Look, I'm not saying I'm pro-dictator. <laughs> Lee's pro-fash confirmed. Oh no. <laughs>
1: No, look, look, look. It's, it's a nice white suit, right? Keeps it clean. And then he's got his yeah. sash, and it's all like blues and soft pinks, and it's like,
0: oh, look at him. He's got those vaporwave colours that the kids are into. <laughs> yeah, that, that, and, uh... That's what vaporwave is <laughs> all, all over, all over <laughs> this OVA. Yeah. Well, that's because Absolutely, that's what it is. It's just, it, it, you know, we were saying joking about earlier on with the VHS aesthetic, Is just this whole movie is like, pastel colors and vhs flicker along the bottom maybe i need to adjust my tracking. and there might just be me on my side <laughs> my um, yeah. anyway. <laughs> that's something a the top time. left in white letters um yeah well everyone's got fucking drip in this movie man like yes, uh, so- Eggman, eggman rolls in with that fucking tuxedo oh. that yeah sky blue, like, tuxedo.
1: blue yeah and um like, like sarah's got again it's like a very like, 90s anime kind of, like, outfit, but it's, like, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's cool. There's, like, the blues and the pinks, and, um, mm. yeah, so we buried the leads a bit there. Um, so, friend you said human that, companions, yeah. um, but it's, like, human question mark? Um,
4: right, yeah, it's mm. not clear yeah, if it's, tail. like, are the, she, is she just wearing the cat tail as an accoutrement to her outfit, or is that genetic?
1: So, Well, okay, so she's got... Mm. She's got the cat tail, and um, when I first saw it as a kid, I thought, she, oh, she's got like a big bow in her hair, like a big Minnie Mouse, but oh no, that's a hat, and um, she's got like
3: the cat ears, cat ears
1: a like under the hat, it's like, yeah, it's like her, her hat is covering her cat ears, Um, so yeah, she is like an anime cat girl, but then her dad and her dad's butler, who gets like one line, um, yeah. they've sort of got like elf ears. Um, and yeah. they don't have cattails, they've just got elf mm. ears. So it's like, okay, is she she's half elf, half cat, I guess?
0: Question. Ugh. Is there, they're they're all sort of like post human, I guess. Like if you're you know, if your timeline is correctly, uh according to uh yeah, like, you know, if, if if it is like fucking a thousand years in the future or something, they are like some sort of weird super evolved post human And then there's Eggman. And well, then there's Eggman, yeah. It, <laughs> A guys button, guys here's please. my
1: theory so you see you see the original enterprise in the wreckage yes. right so this is the future of that sure. right um so the years, they come from falcons right and oh, the catness comes from like the cat people in star trek the animated series so remember no, the, yeah. is in the hunger games <laughs> what are you on
0: about?
3: Uh, oh. same joke yes we're all I'm comedy sorry,
0: geniuses it wasn't worth <laughs> interrupting you for yeah we're funny fucking <laughs> guys holy shit I'm sorry, Lee, carry on.
1: Um, no, that was it. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Vulcan, so we've well, got the uh, Cat People from Star Trek The Animated series. And right this is yeah. clearly set centuries after that because the Enterprise is fresh.
4: I choose to believe that she's just wearing them as.
1: Accessories.
3: Um, Okay. that
0: they're not part of her body <laughs> do you think she, <laughs> like she's, she's just a cosplayer going to a con. yeah she's going to a fucking yeah. con
5: later on or something wait so
1: we, we think what well, about the clothes do we think like that's her fashion sense or is she literally just cosplaying an anime character who exists in this <laughs> world
2: <laughs> hmm.
5: I mean oh, is shit. there a difference if you are an anime character
4: maybe that's just teen fashion in this world I wish we got more of this really like I it's so it's also nice to like this is the only time that you get to see classic Eggman in animation form Mm -hmm. he doesn't appear in the Sonic CD and it's so nice to see just that outfit and that style moving uh, moving about Mm
0: -hmm. a lot yeah it's a fun design it's always Mm -hmm. been a fun design
1: speaking of teen fashion um famously famously (laughs) the Sonic's favorite. I was clothes. about to say um, that.
3: It's a, it's a crime that we never get to see him wearing his
5: favorite clothes. You never do. We have to wait for fan artists to do that. I like how that implies that they're just all nudists <laughs> like they're supposed to be yes, wearing right. clothes. Oh God, of course he yeah. does.
4: Oh, yeah. I completely neglected to bring up Old Man Owl when I oh, was we yeah. thinking about the characters. Oh, um, well. how could um, you
3: forget owl. Old Man Owl? That scene where, yeah, Knuckles and him are in the hangar and they get the call from the president that Owl is just like being a goofy idiot. Uh, I thought that was very funny. <laughs> I love Old Man Owl. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Likes to
0: scream. He does. Jesus Christ, does he? Everyone, Everyone does in this fucking movie. It's such a strange
4: thing that both the Paramount movie and the OVA have... Uh, incorporate owls into Sonic's home. Yeah. I don't know why hedgehogs and owls go together. You would think that they would
0: not,
1: but... The UK did it in Stay Sonic. and um, We had Sophocles, the owl raised Sonic, apparently. Yeah, so that was the... That was the
0: was that just the UK story? Yeah, just the or, UK.
1: Yes. That was like Honestly. it was based on the yeah. American Sonic Bible, and then they fleshed it out a little, and that was one of the details because like owls are yeah, wise. wise. Um this owl in the OVA, um he's not wise. No, he's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> 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 and I like I like Sonic He knows who he is. It's like, oh, this guy again. This duper, this only. Not that owl. I like when the owl tilts his head (laughs) back and
2: forth. Spongebob, sorry.
0: (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, owls. I mean, I don't know. I've never seen an owl and a hedgehog together at the same time. I think owls prey on hedgehogs. They wouldn't be able to because they're covered in spikes. So they'd go for it and then they'd be like,
5: oh, no
1: fuck
0: that and then fly off you know do foxes
1: prey on hedgehogs I would imagine. as well so is this an is this an ironic thing we've got going on with yeah, the company maybe. Sonic mm-hmm. keeps
3: yeah just like constantly hanging out with his predators and <laughs> making fools of them all <laughs> we'll have to get in touch with sega
0: and ask him just like we've noticed a blunder in your uh sonic the hedgehog storyline hedgehogs actually don't go yeah i wonder if they're <laughs> I think they've
1: already blocked all our numbers. How would we feel if instead of Knuckles, I mean, obviously it's Knuckles, Sonic, tells and Knuckles are the three main ones. How would we feel if instead of Knuckles, it was Mighty V Armadillo, Sonic's teenage best friend and a strong red guy? Mm-hmm. Sure. for knuckles i'm glad it's
2: knuckles
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah. well it's like you were saying it's like yeah you want to see knuckles but also he didn't really act like knuckles it's like why is he sonic's best friend why is he sort of an easygoing guy like what's going why why is he flying
3: what's going on here he seems to just show up to like dump exposition
0: yeah Uh, that's basically it And they do fly.
3: Maybe that's just an anime thing. Yeah.
0: Like uh, Charlie was saying, how they kind of like just teleport fucking around wherever they fancy. Maybe it's just a way of cutting corners. Maybe it's just a stylistic thing. Well, a little bit of both. He just floats. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think there's a bit in the Japanese
1: Sonic Three manual where it says Knuckles can um, like fly briefly or something like that. Um, Again, that's how I've seen it translated. I don't know if there's like more nuance to that. But then by the time we got mm. Sonic and Knuckles, it's like, oh yeah, he blinds, he doesn't fly, he blinds. And it's very weird that they had him sort of floating around like Superman when this has been supervised by Sonic Team. You'd think that's something they'd flag up and say, yeah, oh, Knuckles doesn't work that way,
0: he actually blinds. And... Dude, that's what's weird about it. Is that so many things are like on the nose, and then like they're just like yeah, but fucking, but then they're just like in the sky, and there's an owl,
3: and I don't know, some people are elves. I like guess it's guys. animation like, yeah, it's, budget it's just, considerations. <laughs> I feel like we're just gonna yeah. have him float here. We'll just move it up and down. It's just weird
0: stylistic choices, though. I mean, he, he doesn't have to float. He could just as easily be fucking standing. But they're like, nah, let, you know, let's get that boy up in the sky. It's where he belongs.
4: You bring up Mighty, and I. I mean, I, my f- feeling after rewatching this is just I kind of wish that there was more of it. Um, yeah. You know, we've got Sonic Mania Adventures that gives us Mighty and Ray, but there's no dialogue in that. It's not quite the same. Like I, we were talking after we watched. I, I, I kind of wish that there was a, a version of this where we got to see some of the. Um, modern cat like i just want to see big the cat in this environment i want to see amy rose modern sonic adventure amy rose in this environment i w- i kind of want to see the continuing adventures of the ova universe and obviously that didn't happen and won't happen
1: yeah and if it did happen it would if it did happen if it did happen it would still have been <laughs> it would still have been in the classic sonic um but that would have been like that would have been the one time where we could have gotten the sonic cast of that time the extended cast with Mighty the Ray um classic amy you know bean bark you know there's like so much um we could have done that we
3: haven't seen since um
1: yeah it yeah. would be nice to see a full series yeah. of that as
3: much as i like wasn't super enthusiastic about this on rewatch i definitely think it would have been cool to have had more of it more different like episodes or little mini movies or something set in this kind of world and these characters
1: So on my most recent watch, um, again I think this is just as my tastes have changed over the years, and recently I've been watching some 80s Gundam and stuff, Um, I've really come to appreciate the mecha design in this Sonic OVA. Um, There's not tons of it, but everything that is there is cool. So you've got Tails in his little bodyboard, you've got the aircraft, the old man owl flies, You've got the purple aircraft, Eggman Flies, which really should have been an Eggmobile, but the purple one looks cool as well. Um, I think the President comes down in some kind of craft at the end. And then you've got the Metal Robotnik, which is... it's fucking dope. It's a really good design.
3: Yeah. I also really like the Tornado design and the... um the launcher for the runway that's the word i'm looking for thing that i thought that little sequence was really cool yeah very thunderbirds
0: yeah we never brought that up yeah they kind of ripped off thunderbirds with that one yeah Um, it was big in japan homage to thunderbirds let's uh let's break down the plot a little bit
4: uh Mm. so there's two parts as we've mentioned um i'm definitely i i like both parts i i Tend to prefer part one, I think. So, in part one, uh, that's when Sonic's vacationing on the beach. Old Man Owl arrives. They go to see the president. They discover Dr. Robotnik is there. They meet the president and Sarah. Then they go to, uh, then they get all the exposition about Planet Freedom. They go to, uh, they head towards Robotropolis. uh, And in the land of darkness, they meet Metal Robotnik and have a fight there where Knuckles comes and saves them. And part one ends with Sonic, Tails, and Knuckles. Heading to Robotropolis after they defeat Metal Robotnik. In part two, it's much more focused on Metal Sonic. Um, they get into Robotropolis. Uh, they've got to stop the generator, um, but the, but Metal Sonic is revealed, and then that's kind of that take. Then you know, as we've said, Knuckles gives the plot exposition about how they're going to destroy the glaciers and the lava is going to melt the ice, and they're going to destroy the entire planet, and throw it out of rotation. Um, and we get a lot of. A lot of stuff on Metal Sonic and how Sonic and Metal are the same. They share the same DNA and the same thoughts and the same mind. Um, so I don't know what there is to, to break down other than to say I quite like, I guess this is sort of more on the characters, but this is probably my favorite version of Metal Sonic, uh, a character that I've, I think, tired of a bit in the games. Um, but here he seems quite menacing and I like the whole Terminator ending with him.
3: Also, very much like Star Wars, it reminded me a lot of the Revenge of the Sith. Is that the title? I can't remember. The end with Anakin crawling out of the lava oh, yeah. and stuff—it looked very similar to that. Funnily enough, that—that's where George Lucas got it from. <laughs> George Lucas stole it from the Sonic OV. <laughs> <laughs> it's like poetry; and rhymes. No, but this—this this would have been. I mean, this was would have been in
0: production. You know, only a couple of years after Terminator Two came out, so I'm sure mm-hmm. that was on their mind. I mean, it's a big fucking mm-hmm. like, movie um so i'm gonna guess it was that, that I so
3: something know. i guess like yeah grant if you want to get on this topic about breaking down the plot I, how it the characters all falling for this uh metal robotic thing not, not being like robotic is like come on are you kidding me <laughs> <laughs> like how did nobody like yeah see through that Sonic something doesn't fall for it he's like this
1: is bullshit and everyone's like ah, but what if it isn't come on do you want to risk it? And so he's like, "Fine." And then he's vindicated.
3: One detail that I noticed while watching this time that I don't think I'd ever caught before mm-hmm. is that when uh, Metal Robotnik is shooting the goop at them, it comes out of its butt. He like turns around and shoots oh, yeah. the goop yeah, out of yes. its butt. I don't think I'd ever seen that before. It's a poo joke. Yeah, it is really mature kids, for the kids. Kids love the,
0: you know, scatological humor.
4: Yeah, see? We've got the chili dog fart joke in the Paramount movie. You've got the poop joke here. It's just it's just uh, inextricably linked to Sonic. Can't
3: wait to see the new poop joke in the Sonic 2 movie.
0: Well, <laughs> they, they oh set boy. a precedent and they, they certainly stick to it. I'll tell you what, if you've ever seen a hedgehog in real life or ever smelled one, um, yeah, they're pretty fucking disgusting. They will just shit and just cover They'll just be covered in it. They'll be running about. They're not very clean creatures. I'll be honest If you, covered in fleas shit all sorts um they actually rub their own saliva all over themselves as well to well, cats uh, do females.
3: that for well um, maybe different reasons
0: yeah right um so disgusting little fucking creatures basically um that's <laughs> besides the point anyway so we're talking about egg man's bum, uh, metal, Robotics <laughs> bum. <laughs> sorry. metal robotic uh oh, black Eggman uh is the japanese yes they name call him black it, Eggman. Which, uh, Black Eggman is the name of it. Yeah, yeah. he's got like, he's not black though, is he? Yeah, it's more of a grey and
1: red Eggman. So it's like... hmm. What a blunder, honestly. I guess it just sounds cool in Japanese because they're like, oh, cool America. And we're all like, oh, look at this, (laughs) Japan.
0: (laughs) Yeah. What is it it like? Is it like black in terms of like his intentions? Yeah, maybe like Dark Eggman. Like Dark like dark intentions yeah, yeah. Like, yeah like that kind yeah. of thing I guess that's where they're going with it so Grant
1: you were saying about Metal Sonic being impressive in this he um, really is um, they do some really cool things with like he's got force fields and like all these like cool lighting glowing I don't know the words I don't know the animation words but it's <laughs> like oh yeah everything's glowing and lit up and it looks cool and he's got very like cool like movements like very robotic movements like there's this one bit where he like kicks sonic i think and he just like oh rotates. Yeah. i like that guy because he's a robot yeah. it's just like extends his leg rotates like a ballerina or whatever and it's like it's just really cool you never see anything like that in the games because they like they just animate him like any other character they don't animate him in this robotic mm-hmm. manner
0: yeah, it's really boring when you when you highlight it like that. Yeah. It helps him to stand out. Um kind of reminds me of like so like in Futurama, yeah. Uh I like it when Bender yeah. Uh I like it when Bender does robot stuff because he's always not a robot. He's just one of the characters. Like you kind of forget he's a robot. So when he does something particularly robotic and it kind of helps him to stand out a little bit better. And otherwise if he never did that, he would just be just one of the guys and there's nothing to sort of help him stand out and yeah you get that with metal sonic now he's just like he's just a sonic that moves like a sonic but he just doesn't talk so it's just but then he talks boring. at the very this end this is nice to.
3: well in this one he does yeah and i wish he didn't because <laughs> <laughs> he sounds really <laughs> fucking. <useful. laughs>
4: yeah i don't know how much we needed that line
3: yeah they do the highlander thing there can only be one who did they get to do like the guy from the mail room or something just to,
0: like yeah, we got we got a line for you, Pal, just get up in here. There's only one Sonic. Like, yeah, fine.
1: It takes away it takes away the mystique of the character and it makes him a bit less cool to give him a dorky voice and I don't know, I feel like we would have gotten the message through the action alone mm. through him mm-hmm. sort of mm-hmm. pushing Sonic away and being like, "No, <laughs> this is my fate." You know, we would I think that was communicated well enough through the yeah. animation.
0: So if they share thoughts, which is dumb, we can we can agree that's dumb uh, and not smart, like me. <laughs> uh, what, what, so it's it's I don't it, it's ridiculous. But whatever, we'll let that one go. But then why doesn't he have Sonic's voice? Yeah. Like, why does he have? Yeah, some why why bit? did
1: they get they got different actors, didn't they? Yeah, totally It's like why why did yeah. You, yeah, like they didn't
0: do, do the,
3: era, voice so the you, filter
1: Yeah, use the same actor. Yeah.
0: Mm there is only one sonic
5: yeah hey hey, pal pal, remember when we looked at sarah's (laughs) skirt it was pretty great
3: yeah all right bye (laughs) he does sort
4: of have that voice and intonation like he's chomping a cigar like he's a
0: marx brother he's got i like it but then also yeah sonic's got that 1930s cartoon look to him anyway right maybe it kind of suits that he would sound like an old school kind of um The the Cuphead show does that, you know, Mm -hmm. even even though it's more modern in its approach, like all the designs, obviously you have that uh, old Fleischer cartoon look to them and they all sound like that, you know, they just, they got that, you know, that one voice that I do, they all sound (laughs) like that, (laughs) I feel vindicated, they're just like, ah, come on Muggsy, don't be a rule, but you know, like it's great, Um, I'm I'm into all that, so yeah, I guess he's got that kind of feel, It, it works
3: um but god we're getting off topic are again, we What's Sorry, topic? we're talking
0: about how goofy fuck it um
3: how oh, okay sonic so is. speaking of topics there's one thing i did want to cover i like the soundtrack in this is incredibly good and that was the one thing that i thought yeah like unreservedly i was like that is yeah excellent yeah thank you there's
5: some yeah. Yeah. Well, it's pop, stuff
3: pop, it. It. and it's it a lot of it does remind me of like sonic cd actually musically even though i think everything in this is original to the ova yeah Hmm, completely original.
5: It's that kind yeah. of abstract, like, uh, I can't think of a word for it, like gumball, not the show, but just kind of like, um, I don't know, you know, the sort of candy color aesthetic of Sonic CD. I feel like you can feel that in the music. It's mm-hmm. very, I don't know, like pop? I, I don't know what the word is, but I, I like the music a
0: lot. It's just like, again, it's a product of its time in it, much like Sonic CD was. It's just sort of like that 90s kind of house music vibe. Um, and there's a lot mm. of... Uh, Pop music of that time that we're real all fans of, and that like we listen to one bit where that like, they're just going like they're just hammering on that on that nineties house piano, and I'm like, dude, this is just fucking Gypsy Woman. Like, I you know I've heard this song. Um <laughs> It's yeah, it's just it's just of that time, which is nice, and there's a charm to that, and it's weird. That it's kind of like intrinsic to the style of the character, and that's now sort of been lost because what we would think of as like, like a timeless thing that's attributed to this character is actually just it's just contemporary. It's just, that was the music people were listening to anyway, you know, and that's what the art, that's what the anime looked like. And that's what characters look like. That's just, that is what it is. It was, uh, it was relevant.
1: It's a crying shame. It never got a soundtrack release. Oh, yeah.
0: mm-hmm. like,
1: like, I know there's a lot of anime out there and uh, surely there's a lot of anime that doesn't get soundtrack releases, but still, any like big name anime, you'll get up. Oh yeah, there's a soundtrack release for it. So we didn't get it with Sonic and, what a crime what a crime um although some like fan did get in contact with someone or other identity like remains a secret um and they sent them uh like demo tape or whatever and they do have like a lot of the raw tracks on there so they're up on youtube uh, much of it anyway a couple of unused ones i think and full version of look like oh, yeah. so yeah go go give a type it in YouTube like Sonic OVA soundtrack or leap soundtrack or lost soundtrack or whatever. It's wonderful. It's amazing.
4: It's a shame also. I mean, just that the movie itself is not widely available. Oh, yeah. I think, you know, we had, we had to watch it either on like private videos or on uh, YouTube because it's, I guess it's a rights issue, but you know, it's not it, w- my kingdom for a oh, blu-ray yeah. release of this for a high quality, blu-ray would be amazing yeah
1: Discotech recently did adventures of sonic the hedgehog and um that company they're well known for like hunting down the obscure things and trying to get all the ducks in the row all their ducks in a row for the otherwise lost anime where it's like oh hey this is a classic it deserves to be seen again um they do a lot of passion projects so Hopefully one day, Discotech will give us a release.
4: Fingers crossed. Uh, is there anything else about the OVA that we want to talk about that we have not yet covered? Hmm.
0: Uh, I mean, it's only an hour long, isn't it? I mean, this podcast is longer than the fucking OVA. I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to come to Sarah's defense oh, again okay. because we, well, we had a group watching this last me. week. Sorry. Yeah, we had a group watching the of a mm. week and sarah was quite popular popular with everyone um yeah there's like some anime tropes in there some of them are not so cool but i like that she just got to be a fun goofy character who was almost pure it just like just wanted she knew what she wanted and she was always like having a fun time so it's like, oh yeah, Eggman's got a hostage and she's just like wanting to play video games and she's like, oh, now I'm losing. And then the Metal Robotnik comes through and she's like, oh cool, let's go on a ride in this. She's just always having a good time. <laughs> doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. I love okay. that energy.
4: Yeah, I like that too. I like that when they're playing video games in the beginning, um, she's like, I won't be your hostage anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. She's <just> like,
4: <laughs> if, uh, if he doesn't play her again. Yeah yeah but that's and kind of like a cute little detail
1: i i usually miss it but in that scene the robots are there like cleaning the windows of the president's house so it's like mm-hmm. it's like eggman hasn't got full control of this hostage situation
4: charlie uh any closing
5: thoughts about the ova you know um just not a huge fan of the horniness <laughs> i have to say <laughs> thank like,
3: you mm. really
5: sticks out to me on thank rewatch you, uh yeah i don't you know Mm. it's it's a product of its time certainly but i it's funny because i kind of vaguely remember seeing that stuff as a kid and all of it going over my head so very much stood out to me on rewatch i felt
0: the same yeah i
2: know what you
0: mean like i was Mm. just like i don't understand why knuckles is so angry at tails in that moment or like why why is sonic freaking out so much i thought he just like got cracked in the nuts like and it looks like he does he still does but then he's just like (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah i can see up her I'm there, freaking out i'm like oh god come on
1: man there,
0: there's nothing clever no, about it, it yeah
1: it's and it is, it's not it's a little hanging
0: fruit but then a lot of the rest of it really is um, is legitimately entertaining and like like grant was saying earlier on it's a really good depiction of the characters uh the world is interesting the backgrounds are, are superb the soundtrack's great the action's pretty cool like, there's a couple of bits that are a little bit ropey from an animation perspective but I mean it's, it's all right isn't it it's good we like it i think most of us
5: most of us kind of like yeah it. no i you know it's got its charms sure. for sure um i i uh, i love that it's short <laughs> and yes. uh, it looks really nice
0: absolutely no it, and it, it doesn't overstay its welcome
4: Well, we won't overstay
0: our welcome either. Those are our
4: thoughts on the Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, the OVA. But we've got one more closing segment before we wrap up uh, this episode. And so in the spirit of talking about Sonic movies and the Sonic the Hedgehog movie franchise and next week's episode about Sonic the Hedgehog 2, we thought we would do another segment of Say Something Nice. You know, there's tons of uh, toxicity in the fandom, and and there's tons of negative mm. takes everywhere about uh, Sonic and the Sonic movies, particularly the original Sonic movie design, which was so disliked and so reviled that obviously they changed it. They brought on Tyson Hess to revise the character design, and everybody was much happier. But what if that had been the movie that was released? What if they had gone forward with the original design? Would we have been able to take it now we are pressured to say something nice about the original Sonic movie design.
0: Who's going first?
5: I he'll go first. Go for it, mate. I, I, you know, I don't know if I love it because it's actually good, uh, but I do love the poster uh, shot between his legs. Oh, you like that one? Um, <laughs> where, <laughs> oh, really? But, uh, mostly because it's just terrifying, and I, yeah. I love it.
4: I need you to draw an explanation of how his hips work mm. with that yeah. because it seems like they don't yeah. connect. It doesn't make to... a lot
5: of sense.
0: His, his, the camera is just like just on his dick. That's the even. Oh, yeah. The camera is his oh, dick. Oh, the plot thickens. Um, Something's I about to thicken. To, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dude>. um, <laughs> I tried to. Uh, completely threw you I'm going to just put that one down. I tried to recreate that poster actually famously uh for the ghc boys and sent them the picture um they didn't appreciate it which i don't really understand i put my sonic socks on and everything nothing else just sonic socks yeah when he says he
4: when josh says he was recreating it it means he took a photo of himself with his bare legs (laughs) in that pose and sent us his bare legs yeah i know yeah what yeah what what games they were yeah
0: oh boy um yeah, and, and to be honest, and I, but I love it because I sent it over, and these guys are still. Because I was just like, oh yeah, I'm doing a bit. It's hilarious. Look at my legs, their legs. And then everyone was like, um, well, actually, uh, like the angles don't quite match. And I was like, oh well, fuck me, I guess. Because <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's,
0: it's impossible to recreate. Yeah, it doesn't make, best.
4: It, it's it
0: doesn't work. You, Thank you try. You. Uh, much like the. You'd have to have super wide hips. I, yes. Yeah, I don't have these. I don't have these childbirth in hips, unfortunately. Um. Yeah, you know, I'm working on it. I don't know how you could possibly work on that. I'll dislocate (laughs) my legs for the next photo (laughs) There (laughs) you go. Um, And um, yeah, and speaking of children, oh boy, what a strange little boy uh, the original Sonic design was. Um, Yeah. Okay, right. So I may have said this on the show before, but when the first uh, renders, I suppose, were sort of leaked, and they had this uh jim henson t- turtles look to them that i found kind of appealing and i feel like the film itself in its execution had a kind of a late 80s early 90s uh kind of um movie feel to it if that tracks and like it's uh, yeah it's, it's the movie we would have got if we'd have seen it in 1993 it wouldn't have been cg animated if it had it would have been horrendous uh, so I feel like they would have been, it would have been like a Howard the duck. It would have been a guy in a suit with a big fucking head on, you know, just running about. So there was something like quite strangely appealing to that in a weirdly nostalgic way and seeing the models and the maquettes, they kind of made up that they would have, uh, the body doubles, you know, for to get the lighting right in, in the scene and stuff. Uh, I was like, well, that is, it's fascinating. It's fascinating. I can certainly say that about it. Um, it didn't, didn't fancy the trailer so yeah. much. Um, but i I just think it was it was fucking bold holy shit it was a bold fucking move to do that
3: though wasn't it um it looks like a child like in a suit or something i think maybe it's like the proportions of the eyes or something but it looks like yeah creepy (laughs) because
0: they wanted him to look like a real little hairy blue boy and in one of the original descriptions i read of where they were going for it like story wise they were saying he's kind of like a he's like a kind of a Child like delinquent, like he's a bit of a Bart Simpson kind of thing, and I was like, "Oh, oh I can man, get behind that, I can kind <laughs> of get behind that." He's just like a, a you know, a, a rough and tumble little spiky haired kid that just gets up to scrapes, and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, it's fine. It would have been probably fine. I don't know.
3: No, um,
5: right. word, well, I don't I,
3: think it would have been. <laughs> no, he should live on a
0: floating island inside a fucking <laughs> Enterprise." Uh, and and a and a plane, <laughs> it <was> a plane, <laughs> yeah, in, it was so a, plane. Yeah. a plane on a floating island, and an old man should be his. Oh no, he's not his best mate, is he? Knuckles is his best mate. Anyway, look, it was. He <laughs> was very clear. About it was, that. wasn't it? How could I? I've seen this movie. Um, it was fascinating, and still is, and will always remain a fascinating choice to uh, design Sonic in that way. So mm-hmm. uh, good work.
4: Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think that counts think so. as something nice. Uh, okay, this is also a little bit of a because it this this continued into the final version, but the what I did like about the original design was the texture of mm. Sonic. I like that they gave him the the quills and the fur. Uh, I thought that worked well for making him blend in with the real world. I'm glad that they didn't go where he's like all smooth which is kind of what the 3D models have looked like mm-hmm. in the games where he's almost got like a seal like mm. smoothness to him. Uh, I prefer the sort of fuzziness and furriness of the movie Sonic. So that was, you know, the the face proportions were all wrong. I, I can't really bring myself to say anything nice about the face or the weird teeth or the hands. Uh, but I, mm-hmm. I liked the furriness. Yeah,
3: I guess uh, I'll say, yeah, I hate that design and uh i guess maybe Uh, i can appreciate that uh they had the audacity at the time i guess to split his eyes up into two instead of trying to solve this mono eye problem in uh you know like a fully 3d uh real world setting uh and then you know that they did end up keeping that element in the new redesign although to a much lesser degree i'm looking at you know google image search of these designs and he still has the eye split and it's just like much, much narrower than the original design, the little whatever brow piece between his eyes. Yeah. Um, and I do kind of like the I like that creepy detail. little raccoon hands that he has without the gloves. <laughs> I think it would have been really fun yeah. to see that <laughs> yeah. or in action. Yeah. They're just like very strangely dainty and it's like gross and creepy, but uh, you know, I kind of like watching raccoons <laughs> pick stuff up and put them I, I like this too yeah. <laughs> So. I think uh, they should have kept the
0: creepy little white hands. Um, imagine that. Like, what a fucking board meeting. No. They just sat around like, okay, right. So you've got this character. He wears gloves all the time. This is a real movie, all right? We ain't fucking around. It's no kids stuff here. So what are going to do about it? And then just silence for like a few minutes and just like, white hands? Like, yes, good. That'll do. Um, next. And then that was the best they could. I don't know. Anyway. No, no,
1: no kids stuff. Would you say they took the kids gloves off?
0: Um, oh boy. okay. <laughs> um I think they should have you know, just go full like uh, Toby Maguire Spider Man organic web shooters with it. Fuck the haters, have creepy white raccoon hands. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> <laughs> so gloves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got so organic gross. gloves, that's all it is. Um like how when, when <laughs> okay. he has a little white bit and you you, and you call him socks, you know,
3: like I mean, we never see him take the gloves off in the movie, so maybe they are part of his anatomy.
0: Yeah, I saw um, uh, Cybershell's retrospective on the first movie, actually, earlier on. And he was saying there's this one bit where, you know, the bit where where Sonic gets like a bomb stuck to his hand and he can't get it off. And they were like, well, clearly that's a holdover from the earlier design. Because, like, why the fuck wouldn't he just take his glove off and (laughs) and throw that? And, and yeah, that's the only explanation. Head cannon. uh, They're not gloves. They're actually just weird, wrinkly
3: Flesh, yeah, it's, it's flesh folds <laughs> on his hands. Mm. Yum, yeah, yum, 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 <laughs> yum, He's just wearing the rest of things. The rest is yeah, yeah, No fingernails yeah. either. Oh, ugh. Is no.
4: Uh, Lee, what about you? Got anything nice to say about the original movie design?
1: Yeah, so it looks like he could handle a crunchy cereal with fatigue. <laughs> so I think that's convenient for Tom because if he's taking Sonic in, you know, he's like. I'm sure Tom is like me, a guy who likes for crunchy nut clusters or the granola. Oh, yeah. What about Cheerios? Um, he's good. he's not.
3: So shaped like rings. Mm. Mm,
0: Cheerios. Is that is that uh, a, an well... English person gag? Is that what that is? Yeah. Do they just call it? Honey night hellos. <laughs> in, uh, Cheerio means goodbye. <laughs> it is yeah, we do call We do call them, uh, okay. do call them goodbyes. Goodbye. For uh, yeah, that that's that's real. So, fair <laughs> enough you got us coming and going well you just got us going if we're saying goodbye i guess really <laughs> yeah you wouldn't have to buy separate cereal so
1: i'm thinking from <laughs> tom's perspective <laughs> whereas now like this sonic is like well it's not he's not exactly got human anatomy so i don't know Getting getting softer food getting chili dogs for breakfast mm.
4: well that's the best we can do original movie sonic uh we hope you enjoy your compliments um <laughs> Charlie, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode. I uh, want to give you a bit of space here. Is there anything you'd like to plug? We'll include uh, links to your work in the description if you like.
5: Yeah, for sure. And thanks so much for having me. Um, I think I would just probably give the link to my Twitter, which is at uh, Charlie P. Gavin, C-H-A-R-L-I-E-P-G-A-V-I-N. And uh, yeah, that's all I got link-wise. Awesome
4: yeah check out uh charlie's uh, uh twitter uh he posts great comics and obviously watch jellystone and then uh strange planet when it comes out to see more of charlie's work Oh yeah um awesome thanks for joining great. us charlie this was great everybody it's yeah, been a pleasure
1: charlie. charlie so charlie give us the inside oh. scoop what's oggy doggy like in real life
5: uh he he is an asshole <laughs> i'm sorry to say <laughs> And how, how, what kind,
1: what kind of effect does that have on, on Doggy Daddy?
5: Um. Well, actually, Augie Doggy uh, is a female character. Oh. In this version, so. She's very cute. You gotta beautiful. tune in to find oh. out. The plot. <laughs> we said yeah. sign up for HBO Oh man, i <laughs> yeah, right.
0: Oh, for God's sake. Oh boy. <laughs> right. <laughs>